Ready? Okay. Give me a beach. Beach. Give me great food. Tacos. Give me adventure. Hiking. Give me a date night. Sunset cruise. Give me some smiles. Cheese. Give me more beaches. Beaches. What's that spell? San Diego. If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your trip at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret's just-arrived collection of swim and other sun-ready silhouettes. Pack your bags with new styles from the Very Sexy Collection, like the made-to-be-seen Very Sexy Push-Up Bra, in on-trend hues like green and citron and black shine. Rewind to the future with the VS Archives Swim Collection, inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. Plus, mix and match with their wide range of bikini tops and bottoms to find your dream suit. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Flaky Biscuit is a production of Shondaland Audio in partnership with iHeartRadio. Welcome to Flaky Biscuit. All right, each episode we're cooking up delicious morsels of nostalgia. Ooh. Nostalgia. nostalgia. Meals and recipes that have comforted and guided our guests to success. And that means that each episode I'm creating a recipe from scratch with, it seems like very little information these days to figure out what exactly they mama was putting in their food. You know? I'm like, what's your nostalgia meal? Three words. I'm like, all right, bet. <laughs> so each episode, you know, we're talking about how food plays such an important role in our lives. And we really want to dive in and understand how this familiarity has forged a path forward, not just for a successful career, but for real change in our communities. As y'all know, I'm Brian Ford. In case you didn't know, now you know. And in the kitchen today is very, very, very special, special part of the New Orleans music scene. My guest today is a multiple award-nominated New Orleans-based hip-hop artist, producer, engineer, member of the acclaimed collective Global Warming. Yeah. Please welcome my friend and fellow pizza lover. Yeah, no. And also the man who bought the flaky biscuit theme song to life. Crucial. 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 Hold on. Kurt, you putting a little uh, in you gotta, there. You know, you got to. Crucial. It has to be a vote. Crucial. Oh shoot, you, you did that something like different. that's like some Lord totally. of the Rings type stuff right it's there. Different. We go to a different place. What's going on, my friend? Thank you Shit for joining us in the kitchen today. How are you? I'm good, man. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. It only made sense to want to chat with you, get into your brain about food, because you 
apparently like to make music about food. I do. You know, we have a wonderful little song called Home Slice. Home Slice. Yeah. For those that haven't seen the Home Slice music video, Crucial and I dressed up in pizza slice costumes on the levee in New Orleans and rapped our song about making pizza. But is it dressing up if it's who we are? It's just a day in the life. <laughs> Pizza connoisseurs. <laughs> I suppose it is who we are. Mm-hmm. We met because you made a song called Eating Pizza. I did. And Bridget and I was like, yo, check out this. What is this? I was like, I need to make pizza hey. for this man. You know what I'm saying? What was it? What was your inspiration behind the song Eating Pizza? Well, honestly, at the time, that was one of the first singles I put out when I began working on music full time. And the only thing that was open in the area every day when it was time for me to feel hungry enough and ready to pause the work I was doing to eat was the pizza place down the street. Mm-hmm. So it turned into my comfort food because this is my only food. This is a time when I was trying to be as much in the studio as possible. I think the first month of 2019, I spent 30 days in the studio. Got sick twice, Dang. but I spent 30 days in the studio. So mm-hmm. I attached that with keeping me going in my survival and being alive in music. Wow. So even though I made you something different today, it sounds like pizza might have been number two on your list. Oh, yeah. I mean, you asked me about nostalgia, you know, comfort food and comfort goes to certain places. So that's the one I gave you about me growing up. But as far as me growing in my career, that's where pizza comes in. Mm. That's the, that, I like how you're able to kind of separate the difference between growing up and having those, the memories of formation, right? Right. As a human. Yeah. Not just about music. And then you're also able to have the nostalgia about your career and your path forward. Yeah. You might need to start putting out like a nostalgia breakdown list for people to be like, look, this is the nostalgia of like home. Yeah. It's the nostalgia of community. You know, when you work in entertainment, sometimes the worlds do merge, but there are things that are definitely separate because before we were in front of cameras and before we were doing music, we already had stories that we were involved in. Mm-hmm. We had lives. Yeah. So this, the meal that we have today is a reflection of my actual life as opposed to where I was able to grow. Ooh, that's clearly a poet. I bet the listeners right now are just like salivating and wondering, what exactly did you have me make today? What is you eating? (laughs) Why don't you tell us what it is? Tell us the flavors and smells and tastes about this growing up that you had. And then we'll talk about what I did to make it for you. Okay, I'm from the South. Or my dad is from the South. My, My mom is from Chicago, but still her grandmother is from Memphis. But my dad being from Kelowna, Louisiana, which is somewhere in St. Charles Parish that it's like four or five streets most people never heard of. But uh, <laughs> he had 11 siblings. So my grandmother has 12 kids, mm-hmm. six boys, six girls. Oof. In that equation, you know, you figure out that less is more when trying to keep a family alive and surviving, especially in the circumstances that they had because they weren't making much. I think my grandmother was born on a plantation in Lucy. So Oof. it's like, a lot of growth that happened immediately. So in part of that, my dad embraced the less is more attitude when it comes down to his movements and his cooking and everything like that. So some days it was corn, rice and sausage. So today we have an amazing dish, it seems, of corn, rice and some Beyond Sausage. Because in my own growth, I kind of grew away from consuming traditional animal-based products. Uh And like 2012 is the last time I remember eating chicken. Uh-huh. And then as soon as 2012 hit, then I kind of was like, you know what? Let me try not eating meat and just kind of eat seafood or fish when I feel like it's time for it. And so now we have some Beyond Rice and Sausage wow. and Curry. Let me, let, me, let me tell you, I really like the, I keep using the word poetry with you because it's like the way you're telling the story about your family. It's, it's, almost, it's very much storytelling. Yeah. 
back in the day when you used to eat meat, mm -hmm. was it pork sausage? Whatever was available at that time. My dad's got five brothers, so all of them do hunting and fishing and gaming by mm -hmm. trade. Mm -hmm. So they all do that on the side. So sometimes my uncle would bring a whole bunch of deer meat. Sometimes my dad would take whatever he found at the Winn-Dixie down the street and make that. So it's whatever was available. But most of the time, pork sausage. Pork sausage. Hot sausage. Hot smoked sausage. Yeah. Baby. You know, for real, for real. You don't want to play with yeah. no hot sausage I'm with me. You. And now, it's easy. All you do, you heat it up. Yeah. That's it. You cook you just it. just heat it up. It. Don't burn it. That's Man, it. you remember the uh, the pink po place not far from here? What was it Jeans. called? Jeans. Jeans. Boy, the hot sausage from Jeans. Was let historic. Me, let me, I know. It was on an episode of The Simpsons. I know. It's crazy. Yo, th but the hot sausage from there? Mm -mm. So anyway, yeah. So sausage, I'll tell you what I did with this to kind of create, because, you know, the Beyond Meat. I know they've got the sausages that are uh, pre-made. Yeah. I guess they make in a factory. Mm -hmm. But I don't know what kind of flavor they're putting in that. They ain't putting Tony's in there. They, no. They, they, <laughs> they ain't putting enough garlic powder mm -hmm. in, in that sausage. Just so. enough. Just, <laughs> just enough to play it safe you know, for their target enough. audience. We put some in there. <laughs> okay. So when you were growing up and you took a bite of this, like, what is it that makes you feel so comforted? What is the memory that you have? Not just like... I understand, you know, there's different sausages and this and that, but like sitting down, you know, were you in your kitchen? Were you with your family? What happened when you took a bite or smelled it being cooked in the house? My dad has always been a full-time musician. So a lot of the time he was moving around, but I remember a lot of the times when he was able to control his own schedule, we'd eat together. So it'd be me, my dad, my mom, my sister, and my brother, and we all eating together. So I just remember the, the smell of corn, rice, and sausage making me feel like, okay, this is the time my family is eating. It's not just when I refuel. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just look at each other, you know, in the face. We pass some jokes, talk about whatever is going on. We just enjoy the presence of being a family. Mm -hmm. Which, after talking to some of the people I know now, you get older, you realize everybody didn't have that same type of situation. Right. So it allowed me to put more value into who I was growing up. And every bite is like <laughs> family. Every bite is like family. Well, we're becoming brothers over the past couple years now, making little music videos and this and that. Coast to coast. Coast to coast. And also breaking bread, like sharing a meal with somebody is, a, is like a spiritual thing. It's like a connecting, bonding experience. Mm. And we've done that across the country. That's wild. Big cities, West Coast. The biggest East cities. Coast. And there's only bigger ones to come. Only bigger ones to come. I got to break down for you what I did. Okay, go ahead. I, I think the listeners are curious. As always, the recipe you can find in the show notes. Check Shondaland.com. Get onto the Discord. Hey, hey. This is Crucial's. I don't know if it's beyond or impossible, whatever brand it was of, of imitation meat. This is Crucial's sausage, corn, and rice. So first things first, I had to think corn. There's many ways you can eat corn, right? I decided to do a semi-creamed corn. Okay. Right? So I don't know. I was just thinking like, okay, I got rice. And if there's not some sort of sauce, because the imitation meat isn't going to render fat, you mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Like if this was just a sausage... I might not have done a cream corn if right. I was doing it with pork because I would render the fat and then maybe I cook the corn into that into fat. fat. Yeah. So I did butter, a little milk to make kind of like a roux with flour. Cool. And then I added some seasoning and some green onion yeah. to that. Then I added the corn. Uh. Fresh corn on the cob, got it cooked. Honestly, I just microwaved it. I don't know if people know this about corn. For all you corn heads out there, like people that do all this stuff to get corn cooked, just put it in the microwave for seven minutes and then it's cooked. 
It's crazy. You know, I don't need to spend 35 minutes boiling water to put corn in it just to mm -hmm. cook the corn. Come on, fam. Yeah, we getting frozen corn sometimes, pre-made corn. Yeah. It's all how you make it. Let me tell you. Like, and that's the whole thing. It's doing the best with what you have. A hundred percent. And that's what family does for you. Yeah. And family just makes it with what they got. Exactly. And green onion. And green onion. <laughs> I love onion. Okay, great. The older I got, I realized how much vegetables added more mass to what you're eating. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, you'll be fuller if you stop picking around your food. That is true. So made the cream corn. We're going to get the dish over here to you. Slide. And hold on, before you take a bite, I got to tell you what I did with the LeBeyond meat. Um, I actually couldn't find a regular pack of this Beyond meat or whatever brand it was. I could only find the pre-made meatball plant-based Beyond oh. meats. So what I had to do is I had to mash those meatballs together. Mm -hmm. I'm assuming they had some kind of touch of Italian seasoning, yeah, quote unquote. But I added some seasoned salt, some All paprika, right. a little bit of cayenne, a little bit of you salt. You got to put the cayenne. I, you got to put a cayenne. Yeah. All right. So this is the moment of truth. Yeah, yeah. I have prepared the sausage, corn, and rice for Crucial with the three decks. <laughs> Dig in, my friend, and let me know what goes on in that mind of yours. And also with corn, rice, and sausage, because it's such a like light list of ingredients there's more for you to eat i agree i've got one bite taken mm. when you're here your family <laughs> <laughs> um, i'm telling you yes sir if i don't say nothing for three minutes because i'm processing <laughs> i'm in it's, another place it's gonna get real quiet in here yeah. only my body is here there's only a physical representation of crucial here mm -hmm. his taste buds have gone elsewhere mm. how's the presentation Amazing. The color is beautiful. The rice is full and not watery. Wow. What do you think about the flavor of the sausage? Way better because of the time that you took to season it. I move fast sometimes because I make music, so it's a 24-hour industry. Sometimes the studio never closes. Sometimes when getting these meat alternatives, I might not season them additionally. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, this is cool, uh -huh. but it's just checking off a list. It's yeah. not an experience. For the listeners out there, we, we need to give Crucial a minute to eat this food. He's not slowing down. You know, I was just thinking, because the, you took time to season it, I was like, let me choose slower. <laughs> let me get all the flavorings, the full palate experience. Mm. Mm. And at times, that sausage, I used to like, we ate that before bed. Because <laughs> so you get sleepy if you eat a, a bunch of stuff like oh, that. Oh, man. But I don't feel like this is too heavy. Mm -mm. And I think... You celebrating because is that the benefit to you of being a plant-based um, uh, protein consumer is that you're not getting hit with all that fat? My body takes a lot less time to digest what I've eaten because grains and plant-based products take a shorter time to digest than meat does. Right. Which is how it happens. Yeah, that's true. What they say, meat is in your intestinal tract for like how many days? Some kind of weird seven days or something. Well, and the further we go into the future, it's more alternatives. Keep this is true. I mean, I, the future of food is plant-based. I think that that is an absolute fact. I probably need to do better about eating more plant-based. And plant-based doesn't mean you need to buy imitation meat, right? I also feel like it's important for you to know what's best for you, like your blood type, what you might need, because being plant-based can kind of change certain levels of things for you. So you might have to make up with them with like supplements mm -hmm. or things like that. Uh, Flaky Biscuit does not condone the medical advice being given by Dr. Crucial. Especially while I'm eating corn, rice, and sauce. Especially. <laughs> I think Crucial is trying to join the Clean Plate Club. 
I'm, I'm really like, where's the rest? It's just seasoned so well. You got the onions. Uh, I'm, I'm going to put my bowl down, bro. I'm almost done. You can do your thing. Uh. <laughs> I'm not new to this. I am true to this. I'm going to do this for the camera. So if you're listening to this in your car, I'm going to need y'all to go peep the video content here. Because I got to explain something about eating rice in a bowl. <laughs> with a fork. With a fork. When you're at the last bite, all right? When you're at, to, to ensure that you get all of the rice, to ensure that you get all of the bite, you got to do this situation here where you bring the bowl up and you basically shovel that bite directly into your mouth. So bowl right by the mouth. You don't got to put your lips on it. Uh, mm. And that's a clean bowl. Clean bowl, baby. Clean plate club. We're rolling into commercials. Catch you after the break. Ready? Okay. Give me a beach. Beach. Give me great food. Tacos. Give me adventure. Hiking. Give me a date night. Sunset cruise. Give me some smiles. Cheese. Give me more beaches. Beaches. What's that spell? San Diego. If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your trip at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret. Pack your bags with just-arrived swim, cover-ups, corset tops, and other sexy silhouettes. When the sun goes down, opt for bold and blingy styles, like the made-to-be-seen Very Sexy Push-Up Bra from the Very Sexy Collection, in on-trend hues like Black Shine, Green, and Citron. For a glam statement, pair them with your favorite jeans and bring the heat. Because life is better in a bikini. Rewind to the future with the VS Archive Swim Collection inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. For endless out-of-office options, mix and match with Victoria's Secret's wide range of bikini tops and bottoms that offer you every type of coverage, from full to cheeky to minimal. And now, in this season's must-have shades and patterns, add the finishing touch with the limited-edition Bombshell Escape fragrance, a free-spirited take on the iconic Victoria's Secret scent. Dive into a vibrant blend of juicy guava, lush palms, and summer glow peony. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. Snag a job is where America goes to hire, with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, elevate your adventure by transforming your vehicle into a reliable Wi-Fi hotspot. Connect up to 10 devices up to 50 feet away from your vehicle, making it ideal for camping and road trips. Don't miss out on the fun. Embark on your next adventure today. Visit att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to check if you're eligible for a free trial. 
Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Hey, it's Brian again. Let's get back into it. So obviously it was delicious, but the listeners are waiting to know, did this bring you back? Honestly, like the reality of what you just experienced, right? This is you sitting here with me. This is plant-based meat. Where did you go? You know, as I sit and I process this food I just consumed, my eyes close. (laughs) And I go back to a place. Being about between 11 and 13, having dinner with my family. And then after that, my dad also had a, an affinity for movies. He's a cinephile, he loves movies. Mm-hmm. We would watch these movies together. And it wouldn't be like always, hey, these are family movies. Sometimes they were just good movies. Usually started like Harrison Ford, <laughs> classic action films. Yeah, The Fugitive. Dope, dope. <laughs> bro, Air Force One. Air Force One and The Fugitive, bro. Classic. Tommy Lee Jones, Wesley Snipes. U.S. Marshals. U.S. Marshals. <laughs> Come on, sir. How are you? They don't make movies like that They don't anymore. make movies like that no more. Like, I think like, it's so like, submerged in action that the story doesn't always line up. <laughs> so it's like, hold on. <laughs> this 120 pound person just kicked the dude across the room. Time out. Nah, but yeah, just that feeling of, of being present with my family. And as we've all grown up, my mom's working on her doctorate right now. So she's in school. So she's constantly moving around. My dad manages my brother's band, but he's also the bass player in the band. So they're always touring across the world. I think they just booked tour in uh, Africa this year wow. and Europe this year. Wow. And my sister, she just took a break from touring because she's been performing for, it feels like nine to 10 years. She was the lead in the Donna Summers musical and she was Donna Summers. Damn. Yeah. And so she was like, I, you know, I got a fiance right now. Let me just take a second to breathe because every day has always been Broadway level performances. Right. She just got back from Australia. Damn. The constant moving around, it puts us all over the place at all times. I remember growing up that sometimes for New Year's, my dad would be performing at the Brazilian Jazz Fest because that's the work of a traveling musician mm-hmm. of a nonstop industry. Mm-hmm. So that meal definitely put me in a place where I remember being around my family while we were all growing up together before it became, you know, the constant, hey, wow. you're working so hard. Damn. And that's the whole point of Flaky Biscuit, man. Like, we're trying to look at food as a different vehicle. Right. Right. It's not just nourishing yourself. It's family. It's memories. Mm, it's, like, right. it's like bringing you back into different segments of your life. Mm-hmm. And that's the whole point of food as nostalgia. That's crazy you said a vehicle. I just said that on a song, too. I said, the music is a vehicle. Don't forget the three and crew. Oh, shit. Because we really use it to move ourselves. We use it to move ideas. You know, how we house our progress. It's almost like this dish is a, is a hub for you yeah. where your sister's out, your brother's out, your dad, everyone's out making these crazy moves. But when you have a meal like this, it brings you back to being together with them. Yes. And that happens to me sometimes. My family's the same. We're like, my brother's in the Navy. You know, I'm in New York doing all this kind of stuff. And my mom's still in Louisiana and my sisters are, are working too. But I'll eat something. I'll see something food related. I'll smell something. I literally got to FaceTime my brother like immediately just to like tell him about what I just smelled or tasted. Bro, this, your smell, your sense of taste, touch, 
feelings in general are extremely important, especially the ones we don't have the power of controlling. Like, mm-hmm. I can close my eyes and put myself wherever I want to be. I can't turn off my taste. Yeah, I can't turn off my smell. So when it happens, it's immediately triggering. Yeah. yeah. So it's like when that combination of food was close to my face, I already knew where I was headed. <laughs> like I was at the door and I was peeking in the living room. As soon as I took that bite, I sat down. And you know, after I chewed and I digested, the fugitive just started. <laughs> That's real. I'm telling you, it's different. It's something in it. And the same thing happens with music. When a certain beat comes on, yeah. you just go to a place and you transport it, bro. Yeah. It's, it's next dimensional. It's no, 100%. And like I, my focus is on, on food, but I don't know how that feels as a musician, coming from a family of musicians to... You know, like if you get nostalgic over a beat that you hear, you know, if a car passes by and there's a song that maybe for 10 years you've been trying to remember how it went or something. And then it's like randomly you hear it and it's like, oh, snap. Bro, those songs that our moms used to clean the house to. Yes. It's like, you know, them ones you hear and it's like, oh, no. Because I remember being in the way. <laughs> I remember not wanting to help you clean up this house at all because I'm trying to play video games or I'm trying to watch cartoons and you're locked into yourself and this yeah. is your moment. Yeah. It's like those songs, we hear those songs all the time. But those songs, they're not as important until you're older. Until you're old, till you can fully appreciate them. These meals aren't because it's like being in the water thinking about being a fish. It's all around me. So while I'm in it, I don't really know what it is. When I was eating pizza... For the longest, I just was like, okay, I'm just eating pizza because this was available. And then people who would come to the studio would be like, yo, you you know, you always have pizza. You always have the same kind of pizza from the same place. Like, and you really like it. And then they tried it and it was like, oh, this ain't regular pizza. This yeah. isn't Domino. No. This is from a pizzeria. This yeah. is from somewhere that they care about a certain level of quality. So yeah. it's like, okay, you have an appreciation for it. Right. And it's something I love. I'd rather make music about what I love than trying to, I can't diss pizza. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> not even I can diss pizza. And we all know that I like to diss certain types of food. Hey. Uh, <laughs> moving on now. So you, you know how you've been inspired by food, but like, when did you realize you had creative talents, you know, from sitting down and eating this corn sausage and rice to going into the studio for the first time or realizing like, man, I, I also am going to produce music. Do you think it's like in your blood? I definitely think it's like a birthright blood family thing because all of my entire family on my dad's side makes music. Like him and his brothers and sisters were in the community choir together. I think seven of the 12 of them might be ordained ministers who also sing in their own choirs and have had music come out. Mm -hmm. My dad's mom, I actually found a record she recorded with her sisters. That's an old gospel record. So it's always been like music and family and Southern spirituality together. So what's the question again? My bad. (laughs) Hey, I'm going to tell you what just happened. There was a piece of corn (laughs) and it was seasoned. And I was back in the living room and I was like, this would be the part where I would miss the movie to get a little more food while nobody's looking. Like, you know, you don't crap by that pot with a spoon and just. Let me tell you something right now. A pot of rice in the kitchen is the most dangerous Dangerous. Put a lock on it. It is dangerous. Lock this up. Even if it's just plain white rice. Let alone like a jambalaya or something. I'm wondering how you went from, oh, this is a birthright. Oh, oh, all my family makes music to really stepping in the studio and really putting everything you've got into this. So the path that I chose, I was the first in my giant family of musicians to start rapping. Mm-hmm. So it took a while for me to feel like that was also a part of it. 
because in traditional music, sometimes hip hop being a new element isn't always embraced. Mm -hmm. It was like in 2006 and seven, that's when I started Outlander, which okay. was a collective of, of artists that was that I went to school with. I started recording them in my room at my parents' house, started recording myself and just making, I made an anthem for the high school and we did all of that. And that's when I was like, you know what? I love this. This is what I'm about to do. I think it became real the older I got. Mm -hmm when I was able to appreciate the fact that I was even exposed to certain elements of music and production. And I think the more serious I began to take it, the more serious my family began to take me with it because I would put myself in different places that you know you might not think a rapper would just do. I'm making, I made a song about eating pizza. So like, yeah, that first moment was high school when I knew it was up and I still can't tell. That's crazy to me. <laughs> like I remember being in New York with you and I was like, wow, this is all off of a pizza song. Yeah. We did Jazz Fest last year. I'm looking out at more people at a festival screaming for entertainment from me and my friends that I've never seen before. Just as far as the eyes can see, all you see is people with their hands in the air singing, I'm out there five, I'm five. And it's mm. like, okay, this is real, real. Because the Jazz Fest is the type of place once you put yourself in there and around those people, they're going to want to see more of you. Yeah. So it's like, we get to go back this year. Yeah, boy. With that being said. Yeah, boy, it's on the come. You know. Let me tell you something right now. Jazz Fest, that's like, uh, I don't know, in food, uh, going to the James Beard Awards, being nominated or something, right? That's just like such a, a mark of respect, right? And you know what's crazy? I remember being there with my dad while he was playing bass with other people. And I was just be like, where we at? And while we outside, it is hot. Who <laughs> are all these dads around here? The music is great, but I'm ready to go. You keep saying, no, I can't get this food because it's really overpriced, especially for a kid at the time. I probably wouldn't have finished it or liked it. Yeah. But it's like now being there, I'm like, oh, this is what this represents. This represents the years of musical growth that come before it. The, historic jazz legends and black entertainment and black musicians that have really carved out everything to be able for us to exist where we exist now mm -hmm. in entertainment. Mm -hmm. So it's like, cool, I get to be a part of history. Damn. Fire. Oof. For wow. a song I wrote in 2018. That's crazy. That's wild. A song I wrote just by myself, put my friends on. For the listeners, you better get on Spotify and go look at 504. And if you ain't from New Orleans, you're going to feel like you're from New Orleans. You're going to be blasting this song. You're going to come to Mardi Gras. You're going to probably move here. And I don't even know what else will happen. <laughs> you're going to fall me. in love here. That's what happens. Absolutely. We'll be back after these messages from our sponsors. Let's hit it. Give me a vacation. Vacation. Give me a wave. Surfing. Give me a city tour. The trolley. Give me animals. The Give me some sea life. <laughs> Give me museums. Park. Give me a woo. What's that spell? San Diego. If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your family vacation at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret. Pack your bags with just-arrived swim, cover-ups, corset tops, and other sexy silhouettes. When the sun goes down, opt for bold and blingy styles, like the made-to-be-seen Very Sexy Push-Up Bra from the Very Sexy Collection, in on-trend hues like Black Shine, Green, and Citron. For a glam statement, pair them with your favorite jeans and bring the heat. Because life is better in a bikini. Rewind to the future with the VS Archive Swim Collection inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. 
For endless out-of-office options, mix and match with Victoria's Secret's wide range of bikini tops and bottoms that offer you every type of coverage, from full to cheeky to minimal. And now, in this season's must-have shades and patterns, add the finishing touch with the limited-edition Bombshell Escape fragrance, a free-spirited take on the iconic Victoria's Secret scent. Dive into a vibrant blend of juicy guava, lush palms, and summer glow peony. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, elevate your adventure by transforming your vehicle into a reliable Wi-Fi hotspot. Connect up to 10 devices up to 50 feet away from your vehicle, making it ideal for camping and road trips. Don't miss out on the fun. Embark on your next adventure today. Visit att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to check if you're eligible for a free trial. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Enough of that, enough of that. Back to the interview. So global warming was, yeah. it's a collective, it's, a collect- it's friends. Mm-hmm. How did this all come together? From your perspective, how did you create or become a part of this vision? And what's the future of it? It started off the strength of my brother, Pell. Also artist, producer, he engineers himself sometimes too, but he don't call himself an engineer. But you know, <laughs> like, yeah, Pell is, one of the hardest working people I've ever had the privilege of working with and around. So we met each other at Nesby Phipps's house, probably close to 10 years ago. And he was just like, yo, what's up? I'm Jared. I don't even think he called himself pal. He came to my, my apartment when I was living in Canada. We just played music for each other. We were just friends hanging out. I think five years later, that's when he started to talk about, you know, by that time he had already done tremendous things with different brands like Sour Patch Kids. I think he did something with uh, Skull Candy Headphones. He did something with Song with G-Eazy. Yep. So Pell was the closest to the actual functioning industry that I knew. So he just started talking about the immense level of talent that was here and how we should all, you know, come together to start moving together to improve the representation of hip hop here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we're going to call it the global warming because we're heating it up. <laughs> yeah, we we cooking it up. Yeah, so we had the idea for it. We kept thinking about it and, and working with different people who we knew wanted to be a part of it, like Sleaze, like Dominic, Mahomet Latranium, different regional, different people, Juan and Nate Cameron. The pandemic hit. We started working on records at the house. So I remember one day I was working out and then he had texted me a song and I think I sent them a verse right back. Like, as soon as I got to the house, I recorded it in my kitchen. Mm-hmm. I was like, look, mm-hmm. nobody's going anywhere. This is what we're doing. This is what we're doing. 
He called me back the next night. He was like, yo, this is crazy. Let's do something else. It was four o'clock in the morning. We're on FaceTime talking. And he was like, wait, you cooking up? I was like, yeah, I just started a beat. I'm up right now. It's pitch black outside. Nothing else is going on. So I made that beat and sent it to him. He sent it back with a hook and a verse. Yeah. And then we ended up putting another friend uh, of ours, Pascal. He's an artist from here. And it became one of the singles for the album. Mm-hmm. And then as we put this playlist, the songs together, he was like, man, we got to record a couple together. So we called as many people as were available. And we went to Axiom Art Gallery, the Black Art Gallery on uh, Ferret Street, on mm-hmm. Michael Young. He's got a studio in the back. And for the community, Cole will do whatever. So we brought everybody there and we finished recording 504. That's when Pell recorded his verse for it. Because in the beginning, it was just me and Sleeves. Because mm. me and Sleeves were next to each other every day. Right. Yeah, we did that. We came up with the rollout. He told me that a company was interested in the idea of the project. And he was like, yo, this is the budget that they're talking about. This is what we're going to be able to do. I still didn't believe it was happening. Yeah. So we put it out. Juvenile shared it. Currency shared it. Oof. The mayor of New Orleans shared it. Double XL, Complex Magazine, all the platforms. And I was like, oh, it's okay. Like, it's like cool. that. That's how Global Woman came up. Like, you know, when I, Bridget and I moved to New Orleans in 2021 briefly to just to work on various projects. And she was just doing a, lot, a deep dive into music, mm-hmm. into the music scene here to, to just to get to know interesting people. And your name came up, Global Warming came up, and this song came up. And I put the video on. As someone who is from New Orleans, it gives me goosebumps still. I don't know if the camera can pick it up, but just thinking about, Hearing that song, and I know that it's still being played in the, in the you know you you about to perform at the Pelicans yeah, game. Yeah, they played it at the you, last game. Now we get to play it at this game. It, it, I do truly encourage my listeners to give this song a listen because it, it is, is especially if you're from New Orleans, even if you're just from the South, just to feel the the pride and, and just representation that y'all put on is there has not been a song like that in in a long time that really made New Orleans feel like New Orleans. And, like, and you know what I like about it too? The producer of that song is one of the people who showed me how to make beats. Uh-huh. He ended up passing away during the pandemic. Oh, wow. Sorry so to hear that. we were able to give like 80% of the song to his family. Oh, wow. So like I get texts from his mom all the time. She's like, yo, thank you. That, that check this came through. Like, so that's, that's- I'm like, okay, I left something bigger than myself that helped my homies grow it put my homies on stages like it's got us going crazy wow i mean you're leaving me speechless over here man i'm again sorry to hear about his passing um but i'm i'm loving how you're continuing the legacy supporting the family spreading the love right you're just the kind of person that spreads love yeah man we we don't always get to control the circumstances but you know you can use them to learn I appreciate you sharing all of that. You know, here at Flaky Biscuit, we love to listen to the deepest parts of our guests' mind, even if it's a little bit sentimental. But we also like to have some fun. And that, that brings me into the next segment of our show. We are doing our Flaky Game. And you are not prepared for this, I can tell. What's the flaky? I'm good at games. I I'm good know, at games. I don't even know if Nick is prepared for this, but tell <laughs> you. Nick is our iHeart producer. Shout out, Nick. Shout out, Nick. If you could get our theme song for the Flaky Biscuit podcast played, hey. our game is going to be to freestyle over it. Mm. We're going to go bar for bar. Okay. The goal of this game is for us to get 10 bars together. 10. 10 bars. 10 bars. 10 That's bars. An odd number of bars. That's too many? No, it just goes like. <laughs> 4, 8, 12, 16. It's I'm like, a baker. You waiting for that last one and they're like, nope. I'm a baker that raps <laughs> no. 12 bars. Yeah, are you metric bars? What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is the first flaky freestyle 
maybe the first and last. For the listeners that don't know, Crucial made the theme song for this podcast. It's really excellent. We use kitchen sounds that we recorded together and uh, you just made the magic happen. Oh man, this is so crazy. We ready. You're going first by the- you, What? You, no. you drop in the first bar. You drop in the first bar. Okay. Okay. Uh, why? 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 Okay, I heard you like biscuits, baby. Uh, you know I make biscuit crazy. Yeah, you know I wake up, eat them grits and gravy. Uh, you know I just had a big old baby. Louisiana uh, out that water, kinda like the Navy. Uh, he outclassing me cause I am just a baker. Uh huh. Throw me that lifeguard, I guess it's savior. Uh, uh-huh. let me put some gravy on it for you. Okay, you know I'm rising just like yeast. Uh, but I got baking powder. Beesh. Yeah, you better practice what you preach. Uh, I better practice what I, uh, uh, bleach. Big D-O-G, I'm off that leash. Wow, I wish I had better bars. Hey, let's visit Paris, capiche? <laughs> <laughs> All right, hold on, hold on. We're going to run it back one more time. Now that I'm warmed up, I didn't expect Crucial to come through that strong. Uh, we gonna do, we gonna run it back. You bring the best out of me, Brian. You, like you remember? Like, I remember when we made Butter My Quest song. I'm like, I'm only doing this because you here. Let's get the beat going back. We going we going round two real quick. The flaky bing, freestyle. Bing, bing. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. I'm gonna run it first. Okay. Uh. Uh. We talking biscuits that's flaky. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, that was the rhyme? Yeah! Okay, oh, my bad. <laughs> okay, okay, my bad. You, you, gonna, won, you uh, won that one. <laughs> we talking biscuits. That play. <laughs> hey, sometimes I forget, man. I go crazy. Okay. Uh, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you was going to keep going oh, for some reason. I was like, oh, yeah. I got my work cut out for me. Thank you, thank you, Nick. The Flaky Freestyle is not a representation of our new track dropping called The Biscuit Drop. Biscuit truck. On the theme. It's going to be on point. That was why nobody was ready for that. <laughs> we talking biscuits that's flaky. Uh, and, and, and I go crazy. crazy. Yeah. Uh, you know, we do it a cappella. Yeah. Okay. I am a rather dapper fella. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I love it, man. Hey, listen, as you know, on the show, we love to end our episodes highlighting different organizations that means something to you, means something to your community. I really love the the passion and energy that you have for the city of New Orleans and, and doing everything you can to continue to improve it. So let us know what is Son of Saint, how can we be a part and contribute to this organization? Right. Son of a Saint is an organization that helps to mentor New Orleans youth whose fathers have been affected by like violence or just things of that nature. One of my close friends is a really big part of the organization. His name is Shaquille Cozy. Yeah, like they had me come speak to the kids and I'm like, you know, this is kind of the only thing that I feel might personally influence a better change for the world, making sure the people who might need assistance and being guided to the right places get that, you know, get yeah. that guidance. Yeah. Matter of fact, they invited me once 
to the same pizza place that I used to love eating when I was growing up. The place I wrote eating pizza about, they had like a day where they brought all the kids in and let them make their own pizza. Wow. So, and I was eating pizza with them. Some of them was like, he was like, I really like mozzarella. I was like, ugh, <laughs> the youth is lost. <laughs> the youth is, they need help. <laughs> they need help. We need you, y'all need us. We need mozzarella training for the, for the Man, youth. that was a great experience. You know, that's like looking at the future and seeing where it's going. Mm. Wow. So. How can we help? I mean, for people that are based in New Orleans, for people that are based in different parts of the, the country, you know, is there a way to send support? Go to Son of a Saint on Instagram. Go to the website that's attached to that same Instagram. I also like that they have their own pizza. And every time I order that pizza, the SOS pizza, Son of a Saint pizza, it donates a dollar too. So it's like, wow. it's a bunch of cool stuff that, that's all connected, man. Hey, man, crew, my dog, my G. Crucial, thank you so much yes, for sir. popping through, sliding through the Flaky Biscuit Crucial. podcast. Crucial. Oh, that was the one. That was it. You got it. <laughs> that was the perfect one. Right? Yeah. Oh, man. I'll let you, boy, man. Yes, thank you for coming by, man. Yeah, love you, brother. Thanks for listening, y'all. You can find my recipe, my version of corn and sausage over rice on Shondaland.com. And I really want to know how this one goes because this is this is ultimate comfort food. I bet y'all are going to really, really love this. It's a nice plate of food when you're, you know, maybe it's a cold day or something like that. And you want to sit down and have a nice hearty plate. Tag me at Artisan Brian. Tag Crucial at iCrucial. And that's I-K-R-3-W-C-I-A-L. Don't forget to tag Shondaland as well. You really want to see your process. See how you react to the dish when you taste it. Get in that Discord. Chat with our other listeners. Chat directly with me about it. And tell us how you did. The advice I can give you here, because I use that plant-based meat, I wanted to cream the corn to add a little bit of kind of moisture to the dish. So that would be my tip. If you're using plant-based meat, make sure you season it up with some seasoned salt and some pepper and whatever it is that you want to put into it, like it's a sausage, to make your dish delicious. Also, make sure that you take a look at everything that Son of a Saint is doing to give young boys the tools to become productive men at sonofasaint.org. Flaky Biscuit is executive produced by Sandy Bailey, Alex Alche, Lauren Homan, Tyler Klang, and Gabrielle Collins. Our creative producer is Bridget Kenna, and our editor and producer is Nicholas Harder, with music by Crucial. Recipes from Flaky Biscuit can be found each week on Shondaland.com. Subscribe to the Shondaland YouTube channel for more Flaky Biscuit content. Flaky Biscuit is a production of Shondaland Audio in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from Shondaland Audio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Ready? Okay. Give me a beach. Beach! Give me great food. Tacos! Give me adventure. Hiking! Give me a date night. Sunset cruise! Give me some smiles. Cheese! Give me more beaches. Beaches! What's that spell? San Diego! If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your trip at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 
You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count.